It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Faye. Get Faye to the top. Abdul at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Danny Walker. Touchdown. Swing. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Clark Lyons. They did it. Armin Ross. They brought him to the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Parkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. That's Ben Glazer, Ryan Elke. I'm Anthony Bellino. So great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 1000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. Run Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. On the old Twitterverse, on X, Ben Glaze at the Ben Glaze, and I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. A crazy story here: uh, Bryn Forbes, the former Michigan State Spartan uh, in Bexar County, show that uh, Forbes was arrested Tuesday and jailed on a charge of assaulting a family member by choking or strangulation, a third-degree felony. The 30-year-old is out on $7,500 bond as of Tuesday afternoon. San Antonio police said the preliminary report is that officers responded to a call at 2.17 a.m. on Monday. Forbes allegedly assaulted a 30-year-old woman described as an ex-significant other. Forbes then fled the scene before police arrived and was arrested later Tuesday. Forbes was also arrested in February 2023 on suspicion of assault with bodily injury, a misdemeanor after an argument with a female companion. Forbes last played uh, played in the NBA last season for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not a uh, a good look there. Let's get to USDA Scott, who wants to talk now. It's legal. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Hey, bud. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, quickly on the NIL, um, I, I I like David Hudsonville, but I think a salary cap, and I agree with you 100. percent the salary cap is the least they can do, and it's the most important thing they can do. And I think that that money should be capped with the AD, not each team. If the AD decides to give all $10 million to his football program, that's his choice. If he wants to separate it and give it to... And so so in, what, in, what's, in what society, then, do... 
does the local grocer and the money that they make and are responsible for, in what society do they have to compensate those that work at the gas station across the street? Yeah, no, I understand that. But I, what I'm saying is, is I, I know where, 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 who makes the money. Football makes the most money. Mm-hmm. Basketball makes second most money, and everybody else makes very little. Maybe hockey makes a little bit, but um, and that's <laughs> that's that, that's only a certain number of uh, schools, colleges that even have hockey. Hockey's so. really but, expensive. Um, oh yeah, uh, I know. Um, my uncle was a coach at Western for quite a while, um, but <laughs> the the thing of it is. Um, the 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 only way to stop this from becoming um, unruly because I mean what what are you going to have you're going to have an accountant that's going to be the head football coach because the head football coach doesn't need to know anything other than how to pay for the best player here and the best player there you know it's going to get ridiculous There's, no you're going to do what the NFL does you're going to have somebody that comes in and manages the salary cap. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. There has to be a salary cap. There has to be a cap. There can't be, um, you know, $20 million for the football program, and we still have some money to spend on the other things. But Well, and, um, and that's, that's where if, you have, if, if the salary cap is the salary cap for football, if football is the one earning the money, then that, that money should stay with the, the, the people that are earning it. You know, this isn't this I know, isn't I, you know, I, 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 right. So I if they make, if, I incredibly agree with that. I incredibly agree with that. But um, if you it, and I'm just taking a figure, I'm just saying if it's ten million dollars for, and and you don't even have to say Power Five school because you know if if a graduate wants to give Central Michigan ten million dollars, then that's his business, and they want to spend it all on football. That's their business. You just make it for any Division One team um, a, a, a certain salary cap, and I think that I, I think you're correct. In this day and age, I'd like it to go back to where it was. Now, I mean, likewise, when I played when I played in college, you know, I mean, yeah, I you know, I I I, I when uh, I went to summer summer camp summer tournaments and and was a uh, just work in the camp and, and, and then Glenn Rice would come and he would be driving a different car every, every week. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we knew those things went on. It just went on. It just, you know, just the way it was what it was. Um, but, uh, it, it's, I'd love to see it just be the back to that. Um, you said something about Alabama and, and why they don't get investigated. I will say something to that too, because if you look at Alabama, the, 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 the five closest states to them, including theirs, don't have a professional team. They are the professional team there. Um, and they win all the time. So I, I think they don't get investigated the same reason that Duke never got investigated. You know, you're, you, you go into a kid's, you go into a kid's living room and say you're going to be on TV uh, 75% of the time, national TV 50% of the time. Um, if you want to make it to the NBA, if you want your name known, 
you're going to come here. And, you know, it, it, there are advantages to that. Um, and then I wanted to be real quick about our Red Wings. I don't know how this schedule worked out, but these six games out of the break, good night. Um, if they get points, if they get points in three out of the six, that'll be decent. If they get points in four out of the six, that'll be amazing. And because their schedule gets, if you look at their, their future schedule after that, gets rather nice. And if they can stay positive through this really difficult stretch right out of the break, I think that they're, you know, they're they're probably not going to end up a two seed, three seed, maybe not even a four seed. But I think they can get to the the six or seven where they can, you know, make some noise. Yeah, I mean they got to they got to get those points. By the way, uh, Alabama's uh, three out of the four border states are Tennessee. They've got the Titans. Georgia's got the Atlanta Falcons and Florida has uh, three professional football teams, and then the distance from Mobile to New Orleans is not very not very short either. I mean, not very long. So they've got the pro teams around them, but it's a state that doesn't have a pro team. So I get what you're saying there as it's far as Alabama, all the concentration and the focus. It's Alabama, it's, it's, Alabama, it's Alabama, Mississippi, and Arkansas. Hey, man, I'm a, I'm a chicken guy. That's Arca- where I Arca- live. Alabama's closer to Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida than it is to Arkansas. Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida are – Tennessee is considered – almost considered Midwest. Um, Georgia is considered south, Southeast. None of that is you're not in the you're not in the regional area, but I I, I, I was just well, you, it's a it's a border state. <laughs> Tennessee fought with the Confederacy. It, it's absolutely a southern state. What do you mean? The diff, the distance between Mobile, Alabama, and New Orleans, Louisiana is way closer than any port any point in Alabama to Arkansas. Tell Nashville that I'm just telling you that 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 that's that's a, that, that is there. Alabama football is, has been, has been and probably will cons, consistently be considered a, a professional sport in that area. No doubt about it. We'll step aside. Back with more geography lessons next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Michigan Wolverines were on the road last night in Champaign to take on the 14th-ranked Illinois Fighting Illini, and things did not go well. Down 47-29 at the half and losing by 29 points, 97-68, Michigan failed once again to win on the road. In fact, the last road win for the Maize and Blue was against Iowa back on December 10th. Yes, over two months ago. Without point guard Doug McDaniel, they just can't generate enough offense to make up for a defense that cannot come up with stops. A once Michigan commit, Terrence Shannon Jr. finished with a game-high 31 on 11 of 15 shooting from the field. The Wolverines fall to 8-17 on the year. 3-11 in conference play, which is last place, and it doesn't get easier. Within state rival Michigan State, coming to Chrysler Center on Saturday night at 8 p.m. on Fox. Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, I want to jump into the Red Wings game uh, from from last night after we uh, got through our uh, geography course. Brett, however, does say, uh, Brett in Grand Rapids says football should get 70% of the money and the rest should be shared amongst the other sports. I'm thinking uh, like a businessman instead of a football fan. Uh, I'm thinking as a as a capitalist and as a businessman as well, Brett. And if if football is bringing in, as we're going to talk about this massive new number coming up here at 835 with the college football playoff and the uh, the four letter network ESPN. If football brings in, let's just say a million dollars a year, that's an easy number to work with. Right. It's not real, but let's just say if they bring in a million dollars a year or your business brings in a million dollars a year in revenue, right? I'll use the grocery business, for example. Why would we pay the employees at the gas station across the street? They don't they don't have anything to do with our business. Football doesn't have anything to do with the other sports. The other sports sure as hell don't have anything to do with football. Like this goes back to don't be mad at me because you have a product that doesn't sell. You know what I mean? I mean, if you are, if you like in the year of 2024, if you are selling an electric heated blanket, that's probably, you're probably doing more in sales than, than somebody who's, you know, making quilts. So the company that's making the heated blanket isn't going to pay the tab for the, the quilt makers. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? You got your own business. You know, like even in my own family, I have my own business. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay my sister's rent. You nuts. She paid more in parking per month than I did on my first mortgage. It's crazy. I don't, I don't pay for her. She doesn't pay for me. Why, why would we do that? This isn't some sort of, you know, communist collective here. Like you're the ones earning the money. Why don't you keep it? And I did look and I get where people, Hey, trust me at men's golf. They would be up bleeps Creek. I understand that the way you could break it down is the same way that the NFL does, right? The ownership, the program itself takes a piece of the pie. The other piece goes to the players. I've even said as much as divvy it up to, you know, the operating, functioning, governing body of this thing, because it's going to take a lot of work. And there's going to have to be people in charge. Like, that absolutely has to happen. Like, somebody has got, there's got to be some level of law and order. Because a society without law and order is no society at all. So that we have to be able to establish rules that everyone can play by. Right? We got a great example. It works in multiple leagues at the professional level. You're going to have your program, your players, and then if you wanted to divvy up a piece of that pie to the athletic department, if the players, if the players signed off on that, then sure. Sure, but don't, don't be mad at me. Like the hockey, I mean, how many hockey teams make money? Literally, how many athletic departments make money? Very, very few. Very, very few. Like a handful out of the entire, out of the grand scheme of things. Like it's, this is, and what happens is you keep going back to the donor well over and over and over again. You're bleed them out. 
There's only, there's only so much money you can donate. I mean, you're like, think about that from the donor perspective. Every time your phone rings, like, hey, this guy wants 20,000. What? You nuts? So do I. Brett is on the line. Good morning, Brett. How are you, my friend? Hey, Anthony. I didn't say to pay the gas station across the street. I would use ExxonMobil as an example. The ExxonMobil bonuses are paid out every quarter. Mm-hmm. The guy who does the, 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 um, the green energy, which is losing money, he still gets his bonus off the profit of the oil department. I'm saying as an athletic department as a whole, because if they're going to send that money from the BCS or whatever they want to call this thing and their TV revenue just to the football program, that's fine. But if they're going to run it through the athletic department, it's got to be shared with the whole program. They can't have their cake and eat it too, is what I'm saying. Oh, I, 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 understand, I understand that. And that's why I think that college football should completely separate from the athletic department as a whole. Well, that's what I told – that's why I told Ben is that they need to get a commissioner for the Big Ten and the SEC, not the two idiots that are running it. Amen they need to, to have that. a commissioner. They need to have a commissioner. For, I'm just picking them two them two conferences because that's who's going to decide what happens to football, anyways. You're talking to the next commissioner right here, Brett. I'm telling you, I can fix this thing. No, you can't because there's too many people who are too greedy. They will never fix football as long as there's that much money involved. Look at politics. That's why you need strong leadership, Brett. That's why I'm here. I am here to clean it out. Well, yeah, yeah, but see, and I, I love you, Anthony. But I love you too, Brett. You're you're as bad as I am. I'm sitting here watching you on TV. You're surrounded by maize and blue, and you're a fan before you're a businessman. Well, that that that's that that's not true. If Ohio State hired me tomorrow, I mean, it is what it is. We go. We 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 always choose business first. We always go for the checks. People are like, who are you rooting for today? I've had I've had two of my employers play each other in the last two years in three different games, right? Between Toledo and the University of Michigan, and every time they're like, who are you rooting for? Well, who's paying me that day? That's who I'm rooting for. Like that is what it is. And when I'm out of there, like, hey, I'm I'm just here as sports radio host. Yes, there's a C Web jersey there. There's a nice winged helmet here. There's some Honolulu blue and silver. You know, it's good for the brand, Brett. It's for the brand. But at the end of the day, it's business first, always. Dude, I'm talking about your hoodie. <laughs> oh, this is just a, it's just a champion hoodie. This isn't this isn't a, there's no there's no team affiliation. It's just a champion regular hoodie. This I got this before they went up in prices. Well, yeah, dude, I, I live in Grand Rapids. I still can't get, uh, we clinched the NFC North t- shirt. What, the, the, the locked-in one? The playoff one? Yeah, they're not even invited or anything over here. I can't find them. Hmm, that might be an internet search. That, that might be a... You know what, you well, should yeah, check, not- you check, check Fanatics. They have everything. Fanatics.com. Yeah, because I even went to Detroit, like, uh, the week of the... First playoff game, I didn't get into the game, but I looked all over down there in Detroit. I couldn't find anything. I don't well, know they're going to go to the whatever. Let's see whatever that store is right at the stadium because the line was like around the around the stadium to get in it. Yeah, nineteen dollars right now on Fanatics for the NFC North division. It's a lock T-shirt. Damn, you are you are talented, dude. Well, I got I'm the internet. Years old. I can I can <laughs> barely make a phone call on my phone. <laughs> Brett, I love you. Some of this tech, this 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 technology has gone too far. There's no uh, there's no doubt about that. But I'm just here to help you. Hey, I don't want to cause problems between you and your cohort that works in the afternoons over here. 
But uh, can you tell them to stop making infomercials for three hours? <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell him to do anything, Brett. Uh, but well, I, will, I will tell you this. He is, a, uh, he is a massive, massive proponent and supporter of me. And for that, I am, uh, I'll be forever indebted to him. Oh, I, oh, I know that, dude. But what I'm saying is, I mean, I know he has a huge, huge show all over Michigan. I don't need to hear it 17 times in an hour. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass that along to him. Well, dude, we got two sports radio t- talk shows over here, right? They keep canceling the other one, the local guys on the other channel, because I'm sorry, they can't compete with you and you and Huge. Well, I mean, you, um, guys just got, uh, you, know, you guys it, own the market. It's it's such a it's such a difficult landscape. You know, I never want to see anybody um, you know lose their job. Uh, I have no problem with people that are on the air at the same time at different stations and whatever they may uh, be talking about. However, they run their shows and handle their business. That's uh, totally up to them. I'm one of those uh, high tides raise all ships kind of guys. Um, to where yeah, I just my next I just, one maybe. My next door neighbor's on the radio right now here in Grand Rapids. Oh wow! He's the Big Joe, a Big Joe and Laura. Yeah, ninety-five point seven in Grand Rapids. Yeah, I don't know if you know him. He's from Detroit, but, yeah, but I mean, he got his job by winning a um, an internship in high school. Hey, you know what? Hey, you got to got to intern. Like that's that that is what it is. Brett, we got to hit the break, man. I appreciate the phone call this morning, though. Uh, we'll be right back with more X's and Bros after this. Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Michigan. Let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino, here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to be riding along with you, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. An absolute pleasure uh, to be with you. And I want to get into this new story because we know this just came out yesterday. We know with the changing landscape of the Power Five and the um, the dissolving of the Pac-12, if you will, with Washington and Oregon, USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten, other teams bouncing uh, to the Big 12, which originally made sense. Right at the end of the day, we're not we're not really doing much in the in the realm of common sense uh, when it comes to uh, college athletics and the massive massive expansion here is really uh, for football and it's going to cause harm to the other sports as they try to navigate the new landscape of why in the world are we for whatever reason why are we going to be traveling from East Lansing? to california for swimming or for you know golf they typically do it softball makes a trip every year like all these things that go into this um are are going to be drastically changed and that is where this next story comes out and this next story comes out that the college football playoff is going to stay on espn through the next decade And The Athletic reported yesterday that ESPN has reached a six-year, $1.3 billion per year renewal of the college football playoff rights deal through the 2031-32 season. ESPN itself reported first that they were close to a deal. ESPN will remain the exclusive college football playoff rights holder, a position that they've had back to the BCS. The new deal may still satisfy the college football playoff executive uh, publicly stated desire for multiple broadcast partners because in this deal, ESPN has the right to sub-license games to other networks, basically lease them out to Fox, CBS, Amazon, NBC, whomever. Under the 12-team format that's going to begin next season, there are 11 total games. You have four in the first round. Four in the quarterfinals, two in the semifinals, and then the national championship. Means that with the 11 games, you've got a lot of inventory there that you can shop out to try to make some of your money back or try to do it all your all yourself. Now, it is likely that any sub-license game, according to Sports Media Watch, would take place in the low-wattage early rounds of the playoffs. And that is interesting because it's like, okay, if we don't have a chance at the big game, why are we going to you know, get a, a first round sort of game? Very, very interesting how this is all going to pan out. Under my understanding, the first round played at campus sites. So you'll have eight teams out of the 12 playing in those. The winners will advance to the four teams that get the buys, and then we'll move forward from there. billion per year. It doubles the current level of 685 million, giving the playoff now consists of 11 meaningful games compared to three. It's kind of, it's kind of a, a positive here, but the negative of this is what goes back to what took place during this last quote selection period. This is the part that concerns me. 
And when you have the National Football League, the National Football League has their broadcast partners. We have ESPN and ABC under Disney. We have NBC, Sunday Night Football. We have CBS and we have Fox. And then they introduced the new partner, which was Amazon Prime. Okay. So now you have the four major players of the cable networks, right? Or, you know, regular television, Disney, NBC, CBS, and Fox. You throw on Amazon, you have five television partners that all operate under one agreement with the National Football League. My issue is here is that no one individual network has any influence over what is taking place as far as the criteria that it takes to earn your way into the playoff. This has always been a college football problem because in college athletics as a whole because there's so many schools, right? Because there's so many playing in the league, it's much easier to run a league with 30 or 32 teams 30 teams being Major League Baseball and the NBA, 32 being the National Hockey League and the National Football League. We know that in the NHL, within their divisions, they have four divisions, two divisions in each conference. The top three records of each one of those divisions earn their way into the playoff. And then the next two best teams, regardless of division, get in as your two wild cards to give you an eight-team Conference playoff, eight team in the East, eight teams in the West. There you have it. Your 16 team playoff giant bracket. Let's go have some fun, right? In the NFL, we know that your divisional winners will all get a berth into the playoff and they expanded the wild card instead of just two wild card teams. They gave it a third wild card team, giving the best overall record in your conference, the bye for the first round super wild card weekend. We know this. We know this. The NBA has tweaked their playoff format to now where they want to include 20 of the 30 teams possible to keep as much interest as possible. I don't don't agree with that at all. And then, of course, you have baseball, the one expanded wild card as well. Okay. What we don't have here in college football is any real way of determining what the criteria has been because we saw this take place last year. As the set criteria that they gave us, they went back and double-crossed us on it. And that criteria, because remember when they held out the Big 12 early on and said, the Big 12 doesn't have a conference championship game. They need that, as they deemed it, the 13th data point. So the Big 12 went ahead and instituted a championship game because it's like, we can't get held out because we don't have one of these. That's ridiculous. Okay. And then... You had an undefeated conference champion out of the Power Five in the ACC this year get left out in favor of an SEC team with a loss because the SEC team won the SEC conference championship game and the other team didn't. uh, What? Explain that to me. This was my biggest issue with this. And as I've talked about, it's better that Alabama got in for a Michigan fan because had Alabama not gotten in and Florida State gotten in, the entire conversation would have revolved around you didn't beat anybody, it's not a real champion. You would have heard all that. 
So I'm glad that it was Alabama and the fact that it was in the Rose Bowl. And number one seed, they were going to pick to go south. Absolutely not. Let's go west. Let's go west. We'll draw. And the Rose Bowl felt like a home game. I was there. You know, I know Brett's comment about me being a fan first before business, man. I know Freddie had to be eating that one up. He was eating that up. I am a fan of my employers. Yes. Yes. I just try to be as honest about things as I possibly can. It worked out better in Michigan's favor to beat Alabama in the Rose Bowl, especially the way that they beat them. That worked out really well. Now, as for this deal, what concerns me is that the SEC network is owned by ESPN. And the college football playoff is owned by ESPN. That's where the money's coming from. And the part that bothers me here is without a set criteria, there will be favoritism shown to their property as we have seen. The Big Ten has a deal with NBC and Peacock, CBS, and Fox. It works out well. Fox owns the Big Ten Network. I get it. That works out well. But they don't own any share in the college football playoff, which is a stupid name anyways. Like, I get why they named it that, but like we can move on and just call it, call it college football because it's like we've separated the college football playoff from everything else. That $1.3 billion a year is specifically for the 11 upcoming college football playoff games. That does not include regular season games, folks. That's how much money is on the table right now. That's what's on the table. And so when we look at this from the view of 30,000 feet, I look at the coverage of the head coach at the University of Michigan and what was taking place throughout the course of the season. A few months of trying to, every, every day, Jim Harbaugh was a topic on multiple shows for that network. And it was slanderous. Paul Feinbaum and Stephen A. Smith saying they shouldn't even be allowed to get in. To the playoff, that is. Jim Harbaugh jumped to the NFL, and I haven't heard anything but positives about Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers. I've seen interviews on TV. They've talked about uh, assembling his staff. Will he go after Saquon? What's he going to do with Justin Herbert? That's interesting. Why did that happen? Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, right? But what I do like to do is ask questions. I want to know why, right? I'm an inquisitive kid. And I think as a coach, as a teacher, you have to explain the hows and the whys of doing something. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Your employees at your job need to know why do we do something and how do we do something. And when they can function understanding those two elements, then they are able to do whatever that something is. Hows and whys. How do we do it and why do we do it? And then you'll be able to do it and you'll be able to do it effectively. So I like to ask questions. That's a question that I have. Why was it that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan were covered the way that they were, but then when Jim Harbaugh left Michigan, the narrative kind of changed, and now it's kind of positive? I find that peculiar. I have questions. Right? Michigan just did their job and kept winning every game. There's nothing you can do about it. But I do have questions. Uh, I watched Kirk Herbstreet waffle back and forth about Florida State because he's on that show. 
And was Florida State the best team? Should they have gotten in? You can't, you can't do it based on an arbitrary vote. That doesn't make any sense. Because back to the Mike Leach, rest in peace, if we're just going to vote on the stuff, why do we even play the games? Like, the best, a quality loss beating a best win, like, you, you lost the game. We're going to do this all over again in March Madness, right? But for me, I'm just like, yeah, pick your teams, roll it out there, and let's go. Right? There's 64 teams plus the first four. Under no circumstance should they ever expand that. Because you look at what they did to the NIT. They're not going to expand it to help the mid-major. That's who I want to help. I'm a proponent of mid, mid-major athletics. I am. You know, is it right that the SEC gets this contract with this television company and the Big Ten gets this massive deal with these television networks? What does the MAC get? What about the SWAC? What about the Mountain West? Not the SWAC, the, uh, the Fun Belt is what I meant to say. The Sun Belt, Fun Belt. Right? What about the American Athletic Conference? What about Conference USA? We had such good synergy and such a great opportunity with the Power Five and the Group of Five to really put together meaningful change that would make the entire landscape of college football competitive for everybody. Truly. Truly. And we failed that because just like the basketball committee is going to tell you here coming up in March, they don't care about Marshall. Marshall does not move the needle. The Cinderella story is great in college basketball. It's what makes the NCAA tournament as as fun as it is. That's where the, the term was coined from, Cinderella story. Right? Cinderella boy, Cinderella man, 18th hole at Augusta, right? Caddyshack. They don't care about that in football. They want the biggest brands going at it. And so what did they do? They decided... That when they expanded the college football playoff, your Power Five conference champions would automatically get a berth. I love that. Boom. Set criteria. I need that. I needed that in my life. I needed to have some structure. I, I know that I'm a person that, need, that needs structure. I, I'm willing to do a self-scout. I, I know that. Like I need to have legitimate conversations. What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? I know I need structure. I know that I like direction. I like good leadership. I like that a lot. Right? Those are things those are things that me in, in the professional world, those are things that I look to. I like clear-cut directions. I like ideas. I like motivated people. I like people that get get that get stuff done. Doesn't matter what you're doing, just go do the job. I don't care how it's done, go do it. And I look at this setup with the Power 5 and the Group of 5 as a massive miss because we could have done the same thing. Conference champions get in. And then if you wanted to vote, okay, maybe you could vote on who the next two highest ranked teams would be, and you'd bring in all the data possible, all of it, to determine who those two teams were going to be. Well, now the college football playoff, they had to restructure because the Pac-12 dissolved. So what that means is that the board of managers is going to vote coming up here on February 20th on a model that would include your five highest-ranked conference champions. Wait a minute here. Highest-ranked, what does the ranking matter if they're the conference champion? Hmm. Highlight that. We're going to circle back to that. And the next seven highest-ranked teams in the 12-team playoff this upcoming fall. The Pac-12, which is Washington State and Oregon State, 
That's it. That's all they have. They're the lone holdout in the process, asking for time to sort through the legal issues and discuss college football playoff revenue. We do not care about Wazoo. We do not care about Oregon State. Like, they should have jumped ship immediately. At the, the, the moment that everybody else was joining the Big 12, they should have said, hey, you know, can we get in? What are we going to do? They can't go to the Mountain West. That would be crippling for them. And so what they're looking at now is this 5 plus 7. Your five highest-ranked conference champions, which would mean you're now power four conferences and your group of five. Is that where that is? Uh-huh, group of five. And then your seven highest-ranked teams following that. This is where I have an issue with what Notre Dame has done over the years because Notre Dame has now carved themselves out their own little piece of the pie because we know when it comes down to dollars and cents, you're not leaving the Irish off the table. Not with that alumni base. No way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Those alumni go on and do big things, huge things. They make tons of money. Tons of it. In fact, they're so creative and so intelligent there. What they did was they built their box suites above their football stadium in a separate structure that encompasses Notre Dame Stadium. And what that does is there is a gap of about a foot in which those luxury boxes do not touch the football stadium, so therefore they can be used as academic buildings so that every dollar that went into that in building this structure was available for a write-off for the donors that paid for it. They play chess. They know what they're doing. They're good at this. To me, having some semblance of a criteria is a step in the right direction. An expanded college football playoff, even if we only looked at the Power Four conferences, which is 60-plus teams, that's really good because we've done the percentages before. You know, the other leagues have, you know, roughly 40% of their teams make the playoffs. We want a playoff. We want a lot of good games. Home sites, I've been clamoring for that for years. Guess what? We finally got home venues. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. But $1.3 billion per year for 11 football games is a lot of money. And it's going to create a lot of problems. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. 
The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. From Baba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.